welcome back to another episode of the Rethink Retail Podcast. I'm Gabriella Bach, and I'm here live at Future Stores Seattle with my guest, John Boleyn. He is the Vice President of Stores at a little company called Starbucks. You might have heard of them. Um, we are here in Seattle. Hometown. The motherland. That's it. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> we have our, our Starbucks drinks on deck. Um, so welcome to the show, or Thank welcome you. back to the show, I should say. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. So the last time you were on the show was in 2019, I think it was. My, how we've grown. Yes, and a lot has changed since then. Certainly has. So I, I kind of wanted to start there. And I know you just were on a panel called Evolving Role of Brick and Mortar Stores yep. um, in a digitally accelerated world, which you've definitely seen a lot of digital acceleration over the last two, two and a half years. So I, I wanted to start there and, you know, with, with more people switching to the pickup and the mobile ordering options during the pandemic, kind of wanted to get your take on how much that has kind of stuck around now that, you know, people are kind of returning to the stores, has the consumer behavior shifted? What are you seeing? Well, we're actually seeing it increase even more. So it's not only stuck around, but it's continued to increase. Um, I think people fell in love with the convenience and the predictability. Um, we're at a time in, in history which is gonna, going to continue to accelerate where there's a lot more choice and a lot less time. And so mobile digital drive-through gives people channels in which to uh, make their selections sometimes even 12 hours ahead of when they purchase or when they're gonna come. And it makes it convenient and hopefully ready the way you want it, when you want it, and on the go. So. There's also customers now post-pandemic or coming through a different phase of the pandemic where instead of mobile order and pay and grab and go, they'll do mobile order and stay. Mm -hmm. So you might have a friend or a family member and on a weekend, instead of waiting in line or waiting for uh, your product or your beverage to come out, um, you can game it ahead. And then when you come there, you can actually have that time with your friend and not be focused on your screen or um, talking to our partner the whole time about what, what it is you want. So we, we see it uh, definitely increasing. Absolutely. And so with that, you know, how are you kind of having to rethink store design to, you know, kind of cater to a more prominent mobile or a drive-through model? Well, each, those are very different, mobile order and, and drive-through. They're, sure. they're different customers. A lot of our drive-through customers tend to be, um, if you have small children or you have family members that have small children, mm -hmm. the transitions of getting out of a car can be quite difficult. Um, some of those customers also want to order ahead. So we do have mobile order and drive-through, um, which is something we're looking at how we can do that. Not easy because a vehicle is much larger than a human being. Mm -hmm. So how to stack those and how to get them in and out. Um, so we're looking at a number of things there. Mobile order and pay is a very different customer. It's um, usually a, a, a solo or a double customer, not with children in the car because mm -hmm. they don't want to do that transition. Sure. But they see that as a hack in many stores where they can come in and, and the back door and, and get what they want and quickly get out. Uh, customers order a lot of times 10 minutes ahead just so that they can game it and that they're sure that it's ready when they when they want to go. So um, we're doing a lot in the store design to make sure that those channels don't necessarily cross because when you have one experience versus the other, you want it catered to that facet of your lifestyle. <clears throat> and so I wouldn't say we have a silver bullet right now, but um, we're doing a lot of great things there and you'll see some great things in the coming months and years on the future of that experience, and we hope to continue to lead in it. I think we've got the right team in place to do that. Fantastic. Um, you know, and you spoke today about you know how important it is for retailers to really kind of 
cater to that sense of emotion, to create these like emotional connections um, with our customers. So, you know, how is how is Starbucks kind of cultivating those emotional connections with its customers? The emotional connection is interesting. So we we did talk a little bit today about the gamut of Starbucks experiences from the roastery up the street here, you may, may have seen in Chicago or New York. Um, Amazing. Yeah, like the Disney of coffee and, you know, you, you get to try origins and flights and different ways to experience the product that may you may not have before. That's a huge emotional connection and value for our brand and for people to come day to day. It's almost the flywheel for some of the other channels to work. And so how do we continue to create those experiences that uplift and get you excited? Um, that are, that are sort of remarkable. And remarkable isn't just cool, it's, hey, I want to talk about this experience. It was so cool that I want to tell 10 people about it. And then that's, that's an idea worth spreading and that's something that um, we're excited about. And then we do see that same customer come into the convenience format on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that may spend time with us on the weekend or even on a holiday, they're going to seek out that experience. And so even though they're very different experiences within our brand, um, they, they both very much help meet people where they're at. And I know several years ago, you guys kind of started really focusing on, you know, your local stores and your neighborhoods and your communities. So when you're thinking about design, how do you kind of differentiate the insides of your stores based off of, you know, what location you're in? How would you think about, you know, designing a store, let's say, in uh, an area in Miami maybe, mm -hmm. versus here in Seattle? You know, localization has always been something that we've tried to do. In the past, it was artwork and palettes. It still is. That's important for a customer, but also format. So when you look at a mini market of how the number of Starbucks experiences may be, even in Miami Beach, you're going to want some that are grab-and-go, go to the beach. You're going to want some that are cafe, sit-and-stay in a safe, clean, uplifting environment where I can take a break and put my belongings down and have a connection like you and I are having here. So... Um, it's not just the surface anymore. I would say it's also in providing the meaningful experience that our customers are looking for and making sure that we map out those communities in a way that makes sense to them. And it's certainly different climate-wise in Miami with outdoor seating and terraces and um, some of the great things that the, the, the city offers there than it is in the Pacific Northwest. And people will sit outside here in 30-degree weather under a heat lamp and be content nine, ten months a year. Seems crazy in Miami, but we, we have slightly different ways of pulling that off. But it's more the array of that and then going into the focus of artwork, materials, finishes that resonate with that local vibe and flavor. And then the third piece is our service, right? You want people of and from that area that can create that vibe with that community that you don't want to come in and have the same experience in a Starbucks in Miami that you had in Seattle. You might want the same product built exactly the same way. Hopefully it is. Um, hopefully it could be customized to what, you may have more ice beverages in Miami, but the service level that we bring is also super important to localization because if the people are of that community and they're fostering that excitement, it makes a huge difference. That's great. So bringing on a, a crew that represents, um, you know, the, the diversity of, yeah. of the location that you're in. They know what music's playing that night. They know which hotel has the best happy hour. They, they're, they're, they're fostering that excitement about being in that place and they want to be in that place. Great. That's fantastic to hear, and I know you guys have made some like some big strides in your you know DEI initiatives, um, as well as your sustainable yes. initiatives as well. So, how are you incorporating sustainability in, into your stores? I know you've been doing quite a bit of it, um, and you know what are maybe some some things you've learned 
along the way. Sustainability is a huge goal. There's, there's the envelope of the store, and we've done a lot of things using solar to offset the amount of power we're using. We're looking at water. We do use a lot of water. We, we brew all of our beverages and, and Shakerado drinks with water. How can we reduce water waste? Um, and then there's the consumer side of it, right? There's a, a single-use cups, so we're looking at reusables, and we've championed that around a lot of regions on how people can be a part of uh, purchasing a cup one time and, and getting a credit back in a new cup every time they use it. Um, difficult for grab-and-go. Um, sure. Nobody's quite figured that out yet. Uh, I would say folks that have is where we have like a closed campus, where some of our licensed stores are. Their entire operation will run actually at our support center at the Starbucks headquarters just down the road from here. We have reusable cups throughout the building, so when I do a mobile order there, at the end of it, there's a machine, and I scan the QR code, put it in there, oh, and then cool. the next time I come, there's a fresh cup waiting for me. Oh, so brilliant. in a closed campus, it makes sense, a little bit harder in the drive through mm -hmm. and things like that, but we're definitely going to go after it and figure that out over the next few years. Very cool. I love to and hear that. And get the consumer involved, right? Yeah. That's the key, is getting, getting the consumer excited and involved in that. Very cool. And then one last question for you. So your CEO, Howard Schultz, recently made a statement saying that um, we need to reinvent the Starbucks of the future. So to you, John, John Boleyn, what do you envision as the Starbucks of the future when it comes to design? You know, the Starbucks of the future has to keep our people safe. We talked about that a bit today. It has to be a safe environment to work in. After the safety is taken care of, it has to be completely uplifting. It has to have room for new product and, and service levels that surprise and delight in ways that you probably haven't experienced yet. And by evolving that, we keep remarkable again. We keep as a company that you want to talk about. When there's some little differentiation, you know, we've tried things with curbside, we're enhancing mobile order pay, we have concierge that actually is dedicated to you in the mobile order experience. Those kind of things that we want to continue making that connection that make you feel good about Starbucks knowing that we're doing all the environmental things and behind the scenes, that we're also catering just for you, for that one moment that can uplift you and hopefully differentiate from other companies serving coffee. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for popping by the show. Um, I know I am certainly a fan and you guys have kept me happy. So. That's good. Thank you for your loyalty. We appreciate all of the coffee you drink with us and hopefully we're uplifting you each time you Absolutely. get your beverage just right. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.